It's the Jeremiah Show. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. I got to tell a little quick story this, to, to Dr. D here. The strangest thing happened today when I arrived at the studio. When I pulled into the parking lot and I shut off my engine, I noticed that my rear view mirror was vibrating. Sort of like that cup, you know, in Jurassic Park, the movie, where the cup, the dinosaurs walking and the cups vibrating and the water's rippling. As I got out of my car, I approached the studio, then these vibrations started growing louder. It sounded like there was a concert going on at the nearby Santa Barbara County Bowl. I opened the back door and Dr. D was at the console. I should have known it. He had his headphones on. He was kicked back, feet up on the console. His eyes rolled back and lust for life was blaring from the speakers. (laughs) He was laying down the master track for today's show. He had his cowboy hat on backwards (laughs) and he had one fist in the air. Also, what, do I, what did I do when I saw this? I, uh, of course, I joined him. <laughs> Listeners know that we cover, on topics-wise, pop culture, music icons, and food gods on this show. But truthfully, I've only interviewed a handful of real music icons in our 500-plus shows. Today, I have a special treat for you. You're welcome. You can send gifts to the radio station. <laughs> We're interviewing a legit music icon. Tony Fox Sales, former Iggy Pop and Tin Machine bass player. And I think you will agree with me. He's a music icon. Tony Fox Sales has worked with David Bowie, Iggy Pop, Todd Rundgren, Bob Welch, Andy Frazier, and so many others. And after recording a couple albums with Todd Rundgren in the early 70s, he and his brother recorded the Kill City album with Iggy Pop in 1975, followed by Lust for Life in 1977. They both, the two brothers, joined Iggy on his subsequent tour and recorded as TVI Live 77 and released the following year. In 82, Tony joined Checkered Past, which included singer and actor Michael DeBars, uh, later of Power Station, and ex-Sex Pistols guitarist Steve Jones, also joining the, this eclectic great lineup was Blondie's drummer, Clem Burke, as well as their bass player, Nigel Harrison. In 88, Tony then joined forces with David Bowie and Tin Machine. Damn, these song, those songs in the soundtrack uh, rock me, man. They're so good. How often do we get, if ever, a chance to hang out with a real music icon? Like, there's a handful of them out there. And uh, Tony Fox Sales is definitely... One of them. He's he, the term was created for him, and not only that, we get to reflect on their life and music with them. I mean, we get. You, I feel so privileged right now to spend this hour with Tony. Um, it just doesn't happen much in life, and uh, and and you're coming along for the ride, so it's going to be a great ride. 
I really, truly mean this. It's one of the biggest honors of my career in broadcasting. Please help me welcome Tony Fox Sales to the show. Hey, Tony. Hey, Jeremiah. It's good to be here. That's oh, very yeah. nice of what you're saying. I appreciate that. Mm, right never... back at you. Right back at you, Jeremiah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, you definitely raised my, um, my value just by being on the show here. So thank you. I'll send you a check. <laughs> I'll send you your cut. Uh, where are you at right now, Tony? Are you, you're in the UK? I'm, I'm at home in uh, Palm Desert, California. Oh, Palm Desert. Yeah, I live about a uh, half hour past Palm Springs. I love palms. Well, I love, you know, where I go a lot is Indian Wells, the Miramonte out there. I love it. Yeah. 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 No, it's just, I love the desert. It's beautiful out here and it's quiet and there's not spray paint all over the sand. And uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's good. I, there are people sleeping on the street. Yeah. I mean, they could sleep on the street, I suppose, but, but, but they, they don't know that it exists out here, I, I guess. Well, is, it, is the desert weather good for your voice, do you find, and for your, your just guitar playing and music? Uh, it's, well, it's, it's, it's rather dry out here, and, uh, uh, you know, you got to watch out that you don't get uh, uh, dried up. Now, you, you know, it's, uh, you got to stay, uh, got to keep drinking a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice out there. Well, you are about to go on tour. Are you resting up? Are you ready for it? Uh, yes, I, I'm, well, I guess so. I, I haven't, I haven't been, uh, I haven't toured in 30 some years, you know. I know I've got uh, the number here. Is it, was it 91? So I'm looking. Yeah, at I think it's 91. I mean, I just, I, I, after uh, Tin Machine, when I came back to the States, I put a band together with Harry Dean Stanton and, uh, it was called The Cheap Dates, which was apropos. <laughs> um, and, uh, we played, uh, we tour it up and down California coast and uh, uh, went in the studio and cut some stuff. There's a, uh, uh, there's some things on uh, the internet, uh, the cheap dates with Harry Dean Stanton mm -hmm. and Skunk Baxter was on slide guitar as well. Uh, oh, you know, Joe, uh, Skunk's a good friend of the show. He's been on quite a bit. Jeff is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I love Jeff. He's a great guy. Yeah. And then we had uh, Slim Jim Phantom on drums and uh, on, on two drums. And uh, uh, Jamie James on guitar, and I was on bass and vocals with Harry. So that was, was that was your last tour? Uh, well, I, I guess so. well, I don't remember. Why? Why did? Why have you? Do you like touring? Or I mean, you're you're you have so much energy and you're so well, dynamic, you know, on I, stage. I, do I come off manic? No, sir? dynamic. Dynamic. We all hear um, what we want to hear, right? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Now, what, it, what it is, is that after uh, uh, David uh, went back to doing David and, and uh, uh, did the uh, tour uh, after Tim Machine, I came back to California and went back to school and became a drug and alcohol counselor, certified counselor. And uh, I went back to college and, and got trained uh, so I could give, give back to guys that, have, uh, that are addicted, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, which means a lot to me because yeah. I was addicted uh, and I haven't drank or used any drugs in, in over 39 years now. Wow, and, congratulations. Uh, and, and yet it's only Thursday, isn't it? So <laughs> yeah. okay. but, uh, uh you know, I, I don't drink or use, but I, I like to help uh, those that uh, need help. Yeah. Well, the life on, uh, so I can imagine, I can, I mean, I'm guessing, but um, I'm filling in the blanks, but I can see touring is probably um, 
to be around that environment. It's you know, there's all not that all tours are heavy and no, yeah, alcohol, I know, but, that's true. It's, yeah. it's been a little trying. I mean, it used to be great when I was out of my mind, but <laughs> but uh, uh, it's funny. I've, I've toured. Uh, I played everywhere that I played with every band before. And one gig I was at, I think in San Francisco, some guy came up to me and said, "Hey, uh, you know." You owe me some money for that. Uh, what we were doing. I said, you know how much it costs to be able to hang out with David Bowie and myself? <laughs> I didn't ask for check. I didn't ask for, for cash. <laughs> so I said, that's not gonna, you're not going to get any, any payback. Your payback is to come to the show. How about- yeah, you owe me now. <laughs> well, th- w- this is incredible having you on. I mean, you're here. You're about to go on tour again. First time since 91. Wow. Yeah. And um, yeah. And, it's marked also there's other, another huge milestone 45 years since the release of lust for life which yeah, has i was thinking i was going to start telling boring you with stories of memories you know how some songs imprint on you oh, yeah. and then you get it's like a, a better than a yearbook or better than, it's like a film of your life yeah and lust for life you know from covers to original by the way we're going to play you requested. I want to. I want the listeners to know this music soundtrack today is handpicked by you. What a again. I, I hate to overuse the word honor, but what an honor you chose. No, no, I was I, I daring uh, the, the uh, English uh, promo guy for for this thing said, "Listen, come. They want to play some songs that you don't have to pick up. You know, I just you know thought of five right away. Different, you know." Um, you chose uh, the five of was I really like. It's like if we're hanging out for an hour and you're you're throwing the records on, uh, right? You know, we're hanging. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, you're DJ today. Yeah, you're DJ. At the very end, though, I was surprised you read you remake uh, remade success. We're going to talk about that, um, and and I love the version. But when you chose, you said, "Let's play the original as as our final final song." Um, and I thought that was very cool of you that you went back to your original for the final rather than most bands will go, let me give you a new, something new, you know, and then yeah, they'll the take new, all the glory. Yeah, play the new one. <laughs> Whatever you want, <laughs> my friend. Um, okay. So you've recorded a brand new version of success. Like I just mentioned, uh, from that classic album. Yeah. Um, aside from being the massive hit that it is and, and 45 years strong, why is success so special to you? Uh, I, well, the lyrics are, are uh, you know, it, it's it's a bit uh, it's a bit sarcastic, you know. You know, here here comes here comes my Chinese rug, you know. I mean, it's uh, it's you know, just listen to the lyrics. It's sort of like a, a it's a rub. Yeah, you know? it, it's. Uh, so, I, I like the song. I like the song, and then uh, 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 Kevin Armstrong, the guitar player who in this uh, group uh, who's worked with Bowie and uh, Janet O'Connor and uh, I mean a lot of people just a whole slew of people he put this track together at home his home studio and then uh, uh, you know he called me and said do you want to uh, put some stuff on this and, you know and I said yeah let's uh, redo the bass and drums on it and, and uh, uh, Clem can do the drums and, and so Clem and I went into the studio in uh, California here and, and uh, put bass and drums on it, and then I sang the backgrounds on it. And uh, Katie Puckrick, who's a personality in England, the radio, yeah. she danced with Spino Ballet, I think. I'm not sure who it was. But, I've know. got her, uh, her bio here. I don't, I, know her, I don't know her resume, but I, she's a sweet girl. Yeah, she, um, she's she got a really cool resume, but she uh, 
the video was a lot of fun. She's having obviously having a lot of fun in the video. Yeah, I like yeah. I, I like the uh, you did some neat things with the new version. I like I like it a lot. Um, Good, I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, so, do you remember though recording this album? I mean, tell me, can you tell us, take us back to that time? What What do you remember well, when, about it? Well, we recorded it at uh, at a, st- a studio called Hansa, and it was by the Berlin Wall when the Berlin Wall was still uh, standing. And uh, there were guards every uh, every three hundred feet with machine guns wow. in towers, you know, up in the areas, ridiculous. And uh, and at that time, actually, I was out of my mind drinking and whatever. So we'd be doing the, the a couple of takes or whatever we'd be doing. We take a break, and David and I would go outside and drop our pants in front of the guards or whatever it was, you know, <laughs> just to piss them off. Screw with them. And, and, you know, yeah, and, and but you know, I want to piss them up, but there were bullet holes in the wall where they shot people trying to get back to, uh, you, know, uh, you know, West Berlin. Did you anybody know, so, ever take a shot at you or shoot in the no, air? No, 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 they didn't. I, I was, I ran in too quick. <laughs> so, no, but uh, those sessions were pretty wild. We we wrote and, I mean, a lot of stuff was written prior, but we we put everything on the table and uh, and you know, got it all mixed up and, and recorded everything and uh, wrote some new stuff. And, and uh, in about two or three weeks, we recorded it and, uh, and mixed it in a week or something. I mean, it was really quick. And uh, when my brother, uh, Hunt, who plays drums on Lust for Life, when, he, we did, when we cut the Lust for Life track, uh, all of this went, whoa, and that's how, that's you know, the, the, his drums, the way it sounded. Uh, it was a room that we uh, used at Hansa Studios. Uh, it was an old building. They recorded uh, symphony orchestras in the room, and it was it was just the acoustics were perfect, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just wild. I mean, uh, we just sat there. We were all in awe of it. It was uh, just monster sound. How does that album rank? Do you know? Um, you know, just iconic albums. I mean, it really is one, right? And yeah, it was, it's one of my favorite uh, rock albums of all time. Yeah, I think it's every one of everybody's favorites. Truthfully, yeah. um, it's always played at parties. It's always, you know, it instantly gets everybody in a good mood. Um, yeah. You know, when it comes yeah. on the radio, you don't switch the station. It, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, I mean, wow. Do you do you look back and go? Well, I had fun. We were a band. We were we were having fun. We were being kids. We were re- we were recording music, and that's what I wanted to do. But Looking back now, going, you know, I put out one of the best albums in, in the history of music. Oh, well, yeah, I, thank you. That's nice to say that. I, I, uh, I'm proud of that work. You know, I'm proud of the work. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of pretty much all the work that I've done uh, with different people. But that album is a special, uh, is a special piece, definitely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, I think you wrote so many great tunes on that album. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, it's uh, and, and it was good. I, 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 you know, we I got to. It was the first time I think I wrote with David and Iggy uh, and wrote "Fall in Love with Me." Um, it, it was it was dynamite. You know, I mean, I, I switched over to. We did a thing. I switched over to guitar, and Hunt switched over to bass. And uh, the guitar player at the time, we had another guitar player actually. Stacy Hayden, he had played with uh, Bowie. He switched over to uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Was, I, actually, I know I don't remember who played the guitar. Oh, it was Rick Gardner. Rick Gardner switched over to drums, 
And uh, so everybody switched it, instruments and did, you know, and it was a cool track. It was like musical <laughs> chairs with instruments. Yeah, musical <laughs> chairs, yeah. Well, the past, I wanted to ask you this question because I've been thinking a lot about it lately and I wanted to get your take on this. Um, you know, you've, you've seen it all, you know, you've been there. Um, the bar, you know, you've been there. You've seen it all. You've seen all the bands. You've been everywhere. I've seen a couple of scenes. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I saw the big band. I'm old enough to have seen the great bands. I went to. I don't know how many people you know that went to a Jimi Hendrix recording session, but I'm one of them. Wow. Yeah. And uh, what else? Give me, amazing. give me some milestones, some things that really. Well, I, you know, I don't want to brag, but <laughs> uh, brag, brag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it's you know, all about I, you this hour. Well. That was one of, the, one of the highlights for me as a musician that I was at uh, one of Jimmy's sessions. Uh, he was a really a sweet cat. And I, uh, you know, he, he said, yeah, come over to the studio. You know, so we went over there and, and he was recording uh, House Burning Down oh, wow. on The Electric Lady, you know? Yeah. yeah it was just ridiculous, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic, you know? Wow. Wow, you give a... Like goose goosebump moments, huh? With that. Oh yeah, and what was great, and then later when when uh, at Tim Machine we were touring Europe, Mitch Mitchell and Noel Redding came to one of the shows, and uh, Mitch and I sort of struck up a friendship, and and uh, uh, I mean I was great hanging out with those guys too, you know. I mean I, I've I've got to meet and hang with all the guys that I. Pedestalized, yeah, you know, that you, you and, looked and, up to. Yeah, well, that, 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 that just, you know, inspired me, you know. Um, I mean, I look up to a lot of people that, in different genres, but, uh, I mean, you know, I'm standing with Keith Richards. Or whatever. I mean, it's, you know, I'm um, still a fan. Who can say that? I mean, I'm still, I'm still a fan. I'm saying, I go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait <laughs> Like, the night, right, the night I met Tom Rundgren in New York in 69, I think it was. We went to a club called the Steve Paul's Scene. It was uh, down in the village. And uh, a friend of said, you know, they got this guitar player named Todd Rundgren's going to be the, I think you got, you and Hunter should come down and meet him because he's going to do a solo album. I, I think, you know, I want you to meet him. I said, okay. So we should come down by like nine, ten. He said, no, no, come at two or three in the morning. I went, two or three in the morning? Yeah, school, man. <laughs> so, so we got in my cut school. <laughs> and we went down at two o'clock in the morning, and, and we we got up on this really low stage, um, like a pallet uh, height, and uh, uh, we started playing. We met Todd, started jamming. You know, I'm sounding good. I but I looked out in the audience. There's a couple of guys from Led Zeppelin. Hendrix was there. Um, wow. You guys, uh, Ben Morrison was there. Uh, and I thought, wait a minute, how did I get here? What is this? You know. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was, uh, I mean, I've loved music since I was uh, seven years old. You know, I, I listened to the radio since I was seven. And, uh, and uh, you, you know, got I, there. I, just, I love creativity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yet you've been able to do that your whole life. You made sure that that's happened. But I just, I mean, you, how did I get here? I'm sure that's the feeling. You're like, you're pinching yourself looking around the room. Yeah, but that was the feeling. Like, wait, wait, wait a second. I'm like, what, what, these guys are now, you know, I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> and I thought, okay. I, you know. But Tony, you know, you've created, helped create your, speaking of creativity, the sound of Bowie and Tim Machine, definitely. The, the sound of Iggy Pop. You know, you're a piece of that, that, ex, that experience that we all love and enjoy. Yeah, I, I lent some of myself. So to I want you to 
just to take it right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> take the praise and take the take the wow. Uh, you're a humble man, and that's incredible that you're humble with all the success, the great music. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to just say success like it's it's a commodity. The, the great music that you've added to all of our lives. Um, just, just incredible. Tony. I appreciate that. You know, you know, whatever it takes to get there, there has been a price to get there. You know, I want to talk about that on the, on the other side. It doesn't come cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, Huh. Well, that's that's a that's a topic I've got. I wanted to talk to you about that. Let's do that right after this break, real quick. Um, take our okay. first quick break. I'm a, I'm a with uh, I'm with talk about the music icons. You know, we talk about doing music icons. Are you okay, my friend? Yeah, I'm choking <laughs> on my rock star. <laughs> that no. stuff will kill you. <laughs> no, actually, this is a good one. This is uh, the organic ones. It yeah, I think them. those guys might be from Santa Barbara. I remember all of them promoting in the early days. All right. Yeah. Tony Fox Sales. You can find him on Twitter and on Facebook. He's one of the smart ones. He kept both handles the same at Tony Sales Tour on Facebook and Twitter. All right. So Tony Fox Sales is mm-hmm. re-entering the touring world for the first time since 1991. First time touring UK since 91. Right. So bo- first time touring UK since 91. I did some other work with other people, but not... Uh, Gigan? Not long yeah. tours. The last yeah. imaging tour was like two years long. Wow, that, that sounds tiring. I'm already tired. Okay, so Tony. Yeah, uh, it was a bit much. <laughs> I mean, I love, I, I love, uh, I love my brother, and I love David Reeves, but it was a bit much. Yeah, a that's, a long, that's a long so, time from away from home and crusty, you know. Okay, let me tell everybody about this tour. You're want, you're going to want to get tickets. I'm going at the end of it. I'm going to tell you how you can get tickets. But look at this lineup uh, again. First, Tony's first tour of the UK since 1991. You have to get tickets because this is a once in a lifetime show. He's going to be performing dates also in Tokyo and Dublin with an all-star lineup. Tony Fox Sales is joined by legendary Blondie drummer, Clem Burke, vocalist and renowned broadcaster and Pet Shop Boys dancer, Katie Puckrick, Puckrick, Iggy Pop and David Bowie's guitarist, Kevin Armstrong, guitarist Louis Carrera, Korea, yeah. Korea, who's toured internationally with Earl Slick and classical pianist, composer, and touring member of Heaven 17, Florence Sabeva. Tony will perform the Lust for Life album in full, as well as revisiting songs from across the individual band members' careers with legendary artists such as Blondie and David Bowie. You can buy your tickets now. Go to TonyFoxSalesTour.com. T-O-N-Y-F-O-X-S-A-L-E-S, tour.com. Get the tickets. I'm telling you, these are going fast. Um, it's 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 uh, a tour. You, you definitely want to buy tickets to jump on over to UK. Just go over for the, for the weekend, if nothing else. And we will be right back with a great Tony Fox sales. Well, dance like every time 
Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey, this is Jeff Stump Baxter. We all need to keep our veterans, men and women who serve, who are on the wall and who were on the wall in our hearts at all times. Sometimes they need help. There are a number of organizations that are dedicated to helping our veterans. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected and that you won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you, to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. I'm here. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show with music icon. I'm probably uh, pissing him off by saying that over and over, but he really is. Tony Fox Sales, uh, formerly with Iggy Pop, and David Bowie and Tin Machine, a bass player, and um, friend, a good friend of ours, a mutual friend. Now I can hopefully I can call his friends a mutual friend, uh, Mike Rogers of the famous Mike Rogers Show in Mike in Tokyo introduce Tony and I and I just wanted to thank Mike so much and uh, also if I if if I could Darren Johnson who's on your side on your team there Tony has been really helpful yeah. just organizing this interview yeah, um, he's a great guy yeah both I just want to thank both of them uh, the guys that sometimes don't get enough thanks for for making things happen and, he's got a great face for radio you know? <laughs> oh you're gonna get an email later uh, <laughs> but hopefully you can put in your email an auto reply that says, I'll get back to you when I get back from my tour. <laughs> not many of us could do that. Well, so, but I'm not, I haven't gone on tour yet. I'm having trouble getting my passport. I, I would just keep, oh, by the way, do you want to make a plea to the passport office, the yeah. U.S. passport customer? Well, I, I, I don't know if, if the plea matters. I mean, <laughs> Let's get Tony his passport. He's got some, some big shows to do. Yeah. So, Tony, I wanted to ask you um, okay. a question. You know, you mentioned uh, going into break that, 
it takes its toll rock and roll in the in the career and the creativity and the uh you know being on the road and 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 being in all these dark studios recording studios over the year you know um i i imagine it takes its toll i wanted to ask you this question because it's been on my mind um the past few months i've been as i've interviewed various musicians at various stages in their career i keep hearing this common theme and i thought whoa i've got a really great opportunity i got Tony Fox sales here, um, who's seen it all, you know, that maybe I'd love to hear your perspective. So this is the theme they have all, they've been expressing, I would say almost a hundred percent of them feelings to me of self doubt about not only their performances at various times or their voices or their talent. Um, and these are really great musicians, some that have really made it out there. And I'm hearing this. Uh, I wondered if that, maybe i don't know what it is i'm wondering if it's the, that they were not performing for a couple of years and so it's kind of coming back new to them in a way i was just wondering if you do you ever experience self-doubt tony and oh well, of course i mean about, if i didn't i wouldn't be human i mean you know i don't i don't i, I don't think that that's uh, you know the very nature of being a performer is to gain acceptance you know it's uh, uh it's you know, the applause is real nice. And, and when I was really young, and I, I mean, I started playing professionally when I was 13 years old. And uh, uh, I like uh, I like girls clapping and doing you know, you know mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they don't clap much when you're selling shoes. You know. <laughs> uh, or shoes or, or doing carpentry, which I've done too. But, uh, you know, they throw nails at you when you're doing carpentry. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, of course I've had self doubt, and, and I think that's what uh, I'll can always be for myself. That's what makes me want to uh, go on and and delve deeper into why I feel that way, and what can I get? At, what can I make happen with those feelings? So it's you know, a part of the a creative process for you. Yeah, instead of letting the feelings, uh, you know, uh, dictate to me how it's going to be, I just use them as energy and go on to. You told them else. Well, you know, uh, listen, yeah. the moving target thought it a hit. That's what I was taught real young, you know? So I keep moving. I, I, uh, I know that artists have that self-doubt, you know, especially actors and uh, probably anybody that performs, anybody that's doing anything. I have self-doubt before I interviewed. Am I worthy enough to interview you? Will I have, you know, will I be, have good enough questions? We all have that self-doubt and that, um, you know that I was uh, just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you could have no, waited to tell me that at the end. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I think it's a it's a human uh, trait. You know, it's it's uh, you know I have the same brain in my body that cavemen had uh, a million years ago. You know, it's designed to uh, to protect me against uh, pain and and. Uh, Dinosaurs, you know what I mean, and so uh, I'm I'm wired to uh, to survive, and uh, I mean it's, I, I I don't have it quite as bad as they did. Certainly now that I'm not drinking and using, but uh, when I was uh, inebriated and out of my brains, um, you know, I, I did some stuff that I want to do and felt some ways I didn't want to feel, and uh, and I don't feel like that anymore, you know. So, so something, something's working good. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I, the question was more that I just, I'm hearing. I mean, I, I answered your question from the, the two questions that you were 
Yeah, no, you answered it. I, I guess um, was just I was just wondering. You know, I know that everybody goes through that, but I, I've been hearing it voiced more. And, and I remember in rock and roll and, and music, usually everybody's too cool. You know, they're not going to tell you that side of it. Um, so I just it was just something that I thought was interesting that I've been hearing it. I've been hearing yeah. more honesty. I guess is probably the. But I've I known a lot of people that are so cool they froze. You know. Yeah, you got a long friendship with Clem Burke. Why is he so yeah. special to you? Um, not just as a great musician, but personally. He's what? He's why, right. why is he so special? You know, not only he's a great musician, obviously, that goes without saying. Well, he's a good guy. I mean, you know, I, the, the, the gentleman that I have worked with, I generally have been friends with and hang out and, and uh, you know, more people. Mm -hmm. The same thing with Bowie and with Todd Rundgren and with, I played with Ray Manzera. I played guitar with Ray Manzera as well. I mean, whoever it is, Andy Frazier, who played bass and free, uh, I played guitar with him. We had a uh, thing together, but at, I actually got called to go work with Bowie, so I went to do that, which uh, uh, Andy didn't appreciate. But uh, Andy's an unbelievably talented songwriter, and uh, uh, I, I was thrilled. I, I did a record with him. It was really great. Till the night is gone. It was called, and uh, that was uh, that was a good experience in my life. He was a great guy. But that's what I do. I mean, I, these guys are my my friends. You know, certainly while we're working together, mm -hmm. some of them remain friends when we're not working together, and others don't. You know, we're so, Iggy Pop and David Bowie, Iggy Pop, quote unquote, and yeah. David Bowie, quote unquote. When you when they when you worked for them, when you started work playing with them, were they that bit? Were they big? The names, were they popular? Yeah, like the names that they are now. I mean. I, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, David had already done the Ziggy Stardust thing and, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, Iggy had already been around for years. I mean, uh, they were, they were uh, at the top of their game. Yeah. Well, you're very talented, but did you ever have a conversation with David Bowie where he said why he, why you made it in, why you made it, why he chose working with you besides, the uh, I, well, I, why he's just working with me? Yeah. Why? I mean, did you guys ever have a conversation where, there's, there's, no, there's, know, there's really thousands of musicians out there. You know, you made, you're talented, obviously, but, but there's more than that, right? That when you form a band, you're picking people you like to work oh, with. There's, yeah, there's people. And, and listen, uh, David and Hunt, my brother and myself, we used to hang out and just tell jokes and, 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 uh, you know, goof off. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, you're together a long time and you're on the road for a couple of years together, you know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, I knew David like 35, 40 years, I guess. And, uh, uh, we did a couple of different projects with him. I, I worked with Iggy and David was on keyboards um, in 77. And, but, uh, you know, you go through a lot of experiences with people. You get to, you get close with people, you get to know, you know, and uh, I mean, I can tell you those guys certainly aren't shy, you know, and, uh, and uh, my brother and myself aren't uh, shy either. I mean, you know, you tell them like, like we feel it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you, you see, I learned, I learned a lot of things from the guys. I'm a better man because of the guys I work with, you know. I've learned a lot from, from a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, which I think we all do, but I, I, I know that to be true in my case. And, uh, you know, I, David's work ethic uh, reminded me of my father's work ethic. My father was super sales. And uh, his, my father was doing three shows a day at one point. Uh, he, he did a kids show in the morning in the afternoon he did a lunch show and then at night he did a jazz show uh, because he was a 
uh, somewhere like aficionado in jazz, and he knew all you know Dizzy Gillespie, all those guys. He, I mean, he knew all of them. And uh, you, did you just say your right. father was Soupy Sales? Yeah. Oh my God! I didn't realize that. I didn't know that fact. Uh, my grandfather that, huh? and I would. Yeah, yeah. So, so I have seen a couple of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandfather. You know, and this is my voice. You, I sound just like. Oh yeah, well that's so great. My grandfather and I—that was some of our best times together, watching shows and yeah. father. But that's, that's when I saw him. So you know, he saw him on the TV. We got to take another real quick break, but we're going to come right. right right back with Tony Fox Sales. Uh, he's a you know an icon with David Bowie, Iggy Pop. He celebrates forty-five years of lust for life uh, with a tour and dates in the UK, Ireland, and Japan. Vocalist Katie Puckrick says. Out of all the so great songs on Lust for Life, success has a tangy little hold on my heart, which is why I wanted it as a single for our project. The glammy swagger of the tune is so damn cocky, but it's the wit of the lyrics that tickles my pickle. After a tally of the winner's spoils, a car, a Chinese rug, the line, here comes my face, cracks me up every time I sing it. It's braggadocio meets neediness, the perfect distillation of the fame game. All right. So with an all-star lineup, Tony Fox Sales is joined by legendary blondie drummer Clem Burke, vocalist and renowned broadcaster and pet shop boys dancer Katie Puckrick, Iggy Pop and Davey Bo David Bowie guitarist Kevin Armstrong, guitar guitarist Louis Correa, uh, who's toured internationally with Earl Slick, and classical pianist, composer, and touring member of Heaven 17, Florence Sabeva. Uh, Tony will and the and the band will perform the Lust for Life album in full, as well as revisiting songs from across individual band members' careers with legendary artists such as Blondie and David Bowie. And get your tickets now, TonyFoxSalesTour.com, and uh, follow Tony on Twitter and Facebook at Tony Sales Tour. We'll be right back. Robert De Niro. Ah, Tony Sales. Thank you. That's not okay. We're just going to help me out on this. Aren't you? Not remarkably handsome, but handsome. Right? I like painting, I guess. Excruciatingly.
Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. CoreRadio.rocks. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hux from the band Everclear, and we're going to be on tour this summer. Hope to see you guys out there. Take care. Hi, this is Tony Fox Sales. Catch me on tour with Clem Burke, and check out my new recording of the Iggy Pop Success off the Less for Life album. And uh, you're listening to the Jeremiah Show. I'm actually hanging out with Jeremiah right now. So let's let's go do that, all right? And we're back with the Jeremiah Show. Welcome back. Here comes my face. We're with Tony Fox Sales. Uh, tell it. Can you tell us a little bit about um, some of the other band members uh, besides Clem Burke and Katie uh, Puckrick that we've talked about? Other band, some of the band members that are, are with you on this tour coming up. Some of the other band members on the tour. Or, you well, know, I, you know, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I haven't. I mean, they're all in England, and I'm in California. I haven't been up there. I haven't met. Uh, I haven't met any of these people face to face except uh, Kevin Armstrong, who who worked with me with, in Tim Machine. He, he sat in with Tim Machine for one of the tours, and uh, but I haven't met them face to face. I'm looking very much forward to it. They're very nice people, and and they're very talented. Um, I, I feel very fortunate that this has come together. I got a call from a guy uh, named Tom Wilcox uh, with a, a company in England called Counterculture. And he said, hey, tell me, this is Tom, listen, would you like to do a 45-year anniversary tour for us for life? And I said, that sounds pretty good, yeah. I, I, he said, well, let me call you back in a minute. And so he called me back about 10 minutes later. He said, you know, why don't we just do a Tony Sales tour, right? You have to do Lust for Life tour, but uh, you can play Lust for Life tour. I said, I'll play anything you like, you know. I'm, I got some things, some ideas. And uh, so we, we put it all together, you know. And uh, so it's, it's going to be a great experience. Yeah. That's all I, again, you can get tickets. I encourage everybody listening right now. Don't wait. Don't wait long. Um, go to Tony's website and you can get tickets. TonyFoxSalesTour.com. Get a, get your tickets up. Tokyo, Ireland, Dublin, uh, the UK. Tony, a lot of people, you reflect, you find yourself reflecting on time much these days. On time? Yeah, time. That's uh, your time. The time you've had, the time you've lived, uh, your glory days, are they behind you or are they coming up? Are they in, in I think front of today's you? my glory day. <laughs> I think, I, you know, the only thing I have really is right now. 
I mean, I, you know, the past is gone and yesterday's history and tomorrow's a mystery. I don't, you know, I like I, I, all I got is right now. So I, I don't dwell too much in, in the in looking back. I mean, I like looking back and listening and listening to what I've done in the past. And, and sometimes I, you know, see some, some film of some funny stuff that we did live, right, with whoever, you know. But, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know. 58 years. I, I just keep moving forward, you know. Yeah. I love that. And 50, lust for life, right? It's, it's that's it. That's it. It's it true <laughs> back then. It's it it true. <laughs> it's really true. Well, uh, yes, it is. I, they found me dead in my car with a stick shift in my catch 1979. And I was in a coma for almost a month at Cedar Sunday Hospital in Los Angeles. And uh, I came out of it. Well, some people tell me I never came out of it. You know, I, but I, <laughs> I, 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 uh, your best friends, right? But yeah, uh, but I, when I came out of it, they, they had, I woke up and there was like three or four doctors in white coats at the foot of the bed and said to me, you know, this doesn't look good. I said, no kidding. No kidding, you know. But I'm, I wasn't about to die. I wasn't ready. It wasn't my time. Was it, was it going to happen? It wasn't my time. I was, you know, they said, we want to send you away to a place and you'll, you'll recover and you'll be with other people. I mean, I'm not going to hang out with sick people. No, I want to get out of the hospital, go home walk in the hills, swim, uh, you know, I had a pool, swim in the pool and get myself to back together, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, David came over one day and he, he was in town. He says, so when can you go on the road? I said, yeah, I weigh 85 pounds. <laughs> you know, I, I, said, I, I spent some time in a coma, I weigh 85 pounds, you know, it's funky. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so well, we, we waited until I was well. And we did I'm glad you're here. And I agree with you. The present is, is what's, what's the best. And I, I'm happy. So happy that we've we've had some time together. That's why I call it a present. Yeah, yeah. a present. Yeah, it's a present. You, uh, your your brother um, Hunt. Do you guys yeah. still play together? You guys grew up in Detroit. Was it still rough? Was it rough back then, like it is now, or was it has changed a lot? No, we you know I, I, we were young kids. We were uh, you know hustling on the street and whatever. I don't know. It was probably tough for somebody. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't tough for me. Um, uh, it was tough for us in another way, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah. like everybody has stuff in their family and whatever, but, uh, uh, yeah, Detroit was uh, nuts in 1959, 1960. I don't know if it was like, uh, you know, they didn't know they had bad water then. I don't know if they, yeah. if they even had bad water then in, uh, Flint or wherever the hell it is, but, but uh, you know, it's kind of, kind of like that all over the world, you know? Well, before we you go, know, my travels, it's gotten pretty crazy out there. Right? Yeah. You know, that's the only thing about touring that, that is uh, dissatisfying to me. Uh, it's seeing, seeing that stuff all the time. It's just kind of a downer, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, I, I have a lot of empathy for, for people who have, have it rough. But uh, there's a lot of disease out there, you know. Well, Tony, before we take this last break and then we're going to come back and play success, we're going to play. Uh, the new recording, and then we're okay, going to play the original. We're going to play both, but um, coming back, we'll yeah. play. So before we do that, though, I'm on both. What'd you say? I'm you're on, on both. both. You're on both. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that happened. <laughs> um, but listen, I want to ask you. There are a lot of people. You Just look at see, see if you see any difference in the 45 year between the two. Okay. <laughs> I listened actually. I, there's a lot that I like about both, but I, I really enjoyed the new one a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really great yeah I had fun doing it. 
Yeah. So let me ask this before we go, because I you've mentioned okay. a couple times that you uh, you you trained to help people with drug and alcohol um, and substance abuse um, addictions, and and that's such a hard road to go through. Do you mind? Can you put out a a website or somewhere that people that might be listening right now that that are battling those demons um that well i don't, you know, you? I don't know when, where does this show go I'll, does this go everywhere I mean, over how, over 100 countries and about eight rest, uh, radio stations but over 100 countries but well, well, I, I mean i i don't uh i was uh counseling at a place called the midnight mission in downtown los angeles for a while uh they they hired me there uh that's where i got my hours uh, as a counselor but um there are 252 guys down there that uh, most of them most of them don't know who their parents are, you know, and uh, they're battling uh, alcoholism and addiction and uh, and whatever other uh, uh, monsters hang out between their ears. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's, as you know, life's tough. Yeah. And if you're not for you, who will be? You know, I I I I, I don't know any particular place. There, there is a, uh, uh, there are recovery places everywhere in every city. Just all you have to just, do is call information, you okay. know? Okay. Well, yeah, and, and, and there is hope. And I, I know that when I'm down or when my, those demons between my ears, as you say, are that monster, um, it, it's hard for me uh, to see the light for the day. Um, music is my savior, my, my church in a way, uh, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I, I go to music and we're going to take you to, uh, lust for life we're going to take you out right now with lust for life and we'll be right back with okay here comes johnny in tony yeah yeah tony fox sales <laughs> we'll be right back Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi, my name is Zara Knight, and I'm with Farm Jam Music Festival. I'm Greg Knight, and I'm with Farm Jam Music Festival as well. Real farm, real people, real music. And And you're you're listening listening to to The the Jeremiah Jeremiah Show. Show. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen.
Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We've been spending the hour with uh, Tony Fox Sales. Such a great uh, hour with you, my friend, and getting to know you a little bit. We just came in with Tony Fox Sales featuring Clem Burke from Blondie uh, and Katie Huckrick. It's, uh, that was success, and it's still playing. You're probably still dancing. Um, Tony, thanks so much, and, and uh, you are on tour. You're going on tour. First time since 91, so get out there and get some tickets and, and have some fun with Tony and the band. Tony, uh, give your best. Why should they come see uh, this tour? Why can they not? Why, why should tour? they? Why, uh, tell, tell the listeners why they, they have to get there. I just figured my name backwards. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> you got lust for life. Yeah, if you got lust for life, come see it. Because it kicks ass, you know. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, again, get tickets on Tony's website right now. It's, um, let me give it out one more time. It's uh, Tony... Sale TonyFoxSales.com Tour.com Excuse me God, Let me do it yeah, again TonyFoxSalesTour.com Yes So get the t- yeah, It's your first name In your mouth And it's rough <laughs> And uh, now we're going to Take you out With Tony Chose's Last song It's his original Success recording With Iggy Pop Tony Sales Enjoy And have a great tour My friend Thank you very much Thanks for having me On the show Thank you uh, Thank you for your time So communicate Everybody out there Communicate But listen more and evolve. Have a great week.
Hi, this is comedian Maz Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your loved homes. I love you.